My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, says the beautiful Magnificat. Our soul also should proclaim the greatness of the Lord. We are members of God's family, and he calls to proclaim it by love. Romantic love? No. Remember when Jesus said to his apostles, Love one another as I have loved you? How did he love them? He saw the worst in them, but always brought out the best in them and forgave them. And then the most beautiful love of all, that is sacrificial, of course, on the cross. The cross was an instrument of great pain, but also an instrument of the way he loves and calls us to do the same and therefore proclaim the greatness of the Lord. Let me tell you a Christmas story. It begins on December 5th, 1983. Dr. George Fritzinger and I worked together at a local hospital and we became good friends. A few years before that, by the way, he took me to the Philippines. He had studied at the University of Santo Tomas and we stayed here for two weeks and then came back, never thinking that God in his providence would have me return there one day. Now, on the 5th, he called me. He said, you know, I've been having these terrible pains in my stomach. I said, yeah, I know. He said, well, I'm going to have a CAT scan. Pray for me. I did. The next day, his doctor called me and said, George has fourth stage pancreatic cancer, which is very painful, and he does not have long to live. And so I went right down to visit him, and I went into his room, and George said, I'm so so much pain. Pray over me. Pray for me. He was very upset. And so I did pray. And then I said, George, I'm going to ask friends of mine to pray for you. Is that okay? And he said, yes. I have friends in what we call the Curcio movement, which strongly pushes the importance of sacrificial love for others. And so I told them about George, and they promised me that they would do palanca, and what palanca means in Spanish is to lift someone up by your sacrifice. Now, on December 8th, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, I got a telephone call from his doctor saying, George wants to see you as soon as possible. I drove to the hospital, went in his room, and he said, Father Bob, I want to become a Catholic. And he said, not for anything that you ever taught me. He and I would have debates about theology and philosophy. He said, not for anything you ever taught me. He said, I received these letters. Let me read some of them to you. They stunned me. One fellow said, I know you must be in great pain, so I'm going to put a pebble in my shoe. And all day long when I walk and I feel pain, I'll remember to pray for you. He said, wait till you hear this one. This man said to me in his letter, I know that it must be very uncomfortable, especially at night. So every night until you get out of the hospital, I'm going to sleep on the floor. And when I feel uncomfortable, I'll remember that you're going through a great deal of discomfort, and I will pray for you. And he said, look, here's a letter from a woman who said that she's going to offer the rosary every day till I get out of the hospital in cruciform. What does she mean by that? I said, she'll take the rosary and she will extend both of her arms out in the sign of a cross. And she'll hold those arms there for 15 minutes as she prays for you. 
is very painful and very uncomfortable. And he said, I want to be part of that. That's why I want to become a Catholic, because the overwhelming response of the Catholic community. About five days later, they sent him home to die. And so I heard his confession. And then on the 16th of December, we took him to the local church. The bishop gave me permission to give him the sacrament of confirmation. And I gave him his first communion and the sacrament of the sick. Really, it was the last rites. And then, providentially, on Christmas night, December 25th, the Lord gave him the greatest Christmas gift of all, eternal life, all because it started with palanka, sacrificial love of people who really cared. You know, so often people ask us to pray for them. Maybe when that happens, we can find some form of palanka, some form of sacrifice, maybe like the ones that were offered for Dr. George. Wouldn't that be a beautiful gift to give them? And they don't even have to know it. Someone who has lost a loved one very close to them and still suffering so much because of that loss. Someone who says, I'm out of work and I don't know if I'm going to be able to feed my family. I don't have enough money to buy Christmas presents. Choose to pray for them and to listen to them. Because you see, when we do that in a very quiet but powerful way, our souls really do proclaim the greatness of the Lord. Heavenly Father, we are very, very close to Christmas now. I think of people I know who have asked me for prayers, and I prayed for them. But I'm going to reinvigorate my soul and proclaim your greatness by some sense of sacrifice. And Lord, give me the awareness to notice people who are hurting. Let me take time to give the treasure of my sacrificial love and prayer for them that will truly give them and me a joyful Christmas.